Hello, welcome to the Loose Mitch Fitness Podcast. For those who you don't know me or who are new, welcome. You haven't missed much because this is kind of the first um, main episode. And my aim of the podcast is to help you with anything you are struggling with when it comes to your fitness goals. And it's also where I about chat about life, food, training and pretty much anything else that comes to mind. I cannot tell you how how bad of a sleep I had last night. I've just had to have a ice cold shower to try and bring me round. Um, I had quite a bit of work to do yesterday. And the only way that I was going to do it was basically to have a monster. For those of you who don't know what a monster is, it's monster energy drink. Um, zero calorie, of course, less sugar and I'm dieting. Um, but I had it way later than I would ever have caffeine. I had it about 5pm. Not advisable because, bloody hell, I regretted that. I I don't even think... I didn't wear my watch last night to to sleep, so I couldn't track my sleep. But, wow. If I got any at all, it would be a miracle. And I've also got a three and a half to four hour walks in the Peter Street today so oh and it's rest day food so <laughs> today will be interesting and if I make it round the peaks and to the end of that walk I'll be very very impressed with myself but yeah note to everyone do not drink caffeine past 2 p.m at a max or a minimum Basically, don't have any caffeine after 2pm. 12pm is ideal, but definitely not after 2. Okay, so today's podcast, I'm going to run through some questions and hopefully give you some helpful answers. Um, So, first one. When I'm doing upper body exercises in the gym, I can feel that my left side is slightly weaker than my right. So, for example, when I'm doing single arm exercises, my right arm can do 10 reps quite well, but my left can do seven and three with quite bad form. Do I keep pushing the left to match the right or should I be doing different reps and weights on each side? Okay, so anything that involves, so we call this a unilateral movement, so anything that involves you using a single body part, so either your left side or your right side, to like a lunge or a single arm shoulder press or a single arm lateral raise, anything like that, always start with the weaker side first because you will find that you will have a stronger side and what you don't want to do is you don't want to start with the stronger side and like you've said here, hit out 10 reps and then only get five on the left side because you're going to then start to create an imbalance. So... My best advice to you is always start with the weaker side and then whatever reps with good form, whatever reps that you get on the... So you said that uh, the left side is weaker. Whatever reps that you get on the left side, then start on your... Then follow along with your right side just so you're strengthening the left side as equal as the right side because you don't want to have one shoulder bigger than the other. Um, Yeah, so always start on the weakest side okay next one um i have a two-week all-inclusive holiday coming up what should i do there is a gym that looks pretty good but i don't want to be beating myself up all the time if i don't go also it might might really make me feel good stuck between a rock and a hard place 
Okay, so amazing that there's a gym there. Um, but just think, depending on the goal, whatever the goal, if it's fat loss, you've got a two-week holiday coming up, no matter how long you've been dieting for, it will be nice to just have some time off, get the body into a relaxed state, and just bloody enjoy yourself. Like we haven't been able to properly go on holiday throughout this whole pandemic. So now you've got a holiday coming up this will probably be a nice time to just just relax. Like The goal is always going to be there. And it doesn't mean to say that you can't still keep on doing your daily routine or keeping your habits in place. Like You can still get up and go for a walk. You can still get in a few fruit and veg here and there, like still keep hydrated. At the end of the day, there is going to be times in life where you can't, be in line with the goal you'll you'll choose to not you'll choose to not want to track or you know things like holidays you've just got to think like do I value the time away time to rest time with my partner my family my friends do you value that more than fat loss or your fitness goal and I'm pretty sure that you probably would and I hope that you would but then that's not to say that if you still wanted to kind of make better choices while you're away that's absolutely fine as well. It is completely up to you. Just know that it's two weeks out of, well, however long you know we're going holiday for, but it's not going to make a blind bit of difference. Yeah, you may see a little bit of an increase on the scales when you come back simply due to more food volume and travelling. It puts stress on the body. Um, You'll also probably retain some water, which is normal you know we've had probably more foods with more salt more carbs um more alcohol so but that will come down so just bloody go and enjoy yourself and if you've had a day where you're feeling a bit sluggish and you thought god like i've not had that many nutritious foods like you could choose like to have an omelet and then some yogurt and fruit for breakfast like it'll make you feel great but yeah you can just make like little little adjustments like that if you wanted to kind of keep in line in line with your goal like have half your plate full of salad and then some of the bits that you want definitely still go for your walks like it's going to make you feel great but yeah so in short entirely up to you but i would just say to relax and the goal is always going to be there when you get back um should i increase weight or sets when i can comfortably do 15 reps okay so if you have good form over all of the sets that you have and you're hitting the top end of the rep range or the reps that you've been set, I would definitely look to increase the weights if you have them um, because we want to be progressively overloading the muscles near enough kind of each week or as and when we can, either with more reps, increase of load. But what we could also do if you don't have any any kind of access to more weight, depending on if you're training at home or at the gym, you could look at tempo, so you could look at kind of pause doing pause reps or slowing down the eccentric so slowing down the lowering phase of the movement um you could try different variations something that's a bit more difficult but yeah so when you get to the top end of a rep range or you can do more than the reps set then i would definitely look to increase the weight but just make sure that your form is nailed before you start adding load form is over anything um, we want the quality of, of the movement to be there before we then look at increasing kind of anything. Okay, do you include the weight of the bar when you're putting 
in how much you are lifting. Okay, so with machines, I would normally just kind of log the, the plates that I'm putting on or the load that I've got on the pin stack. If it's anything barbell based, I would definitely log the weight because barbells can be anywhere from 15 to 20 kg. So yeah, barbells, I would definitely weigh plus the plates. Weigh, log and plus the plates and then machines, I would just log the weights that you're putting on. Um, how is it? How important is it to perform the exercises in the order they are set out in our training plan? Okay, so they are programmed in that way for for a reason, and I know sometimes that you might not be able to get on certain things, but they're programmed in a way. So usually there'll be a compound lifts at the start, which include multiple muscle groups, which require you to have more energy and more technique. So we want to be doing these at the beginning of the workout. You'll be much more fresher. You'll be much less fatigued. And it's a way that we can really, really perform the movements well. And we can also, avo- we can also avoid injury. Usually compound lifts are always programmed in at the start. And then you'll move on to your isolation movements later on. Or at the end of the workout. Simply because your isolation exercises will just be working one particular muscle so it requires um it requires less less energy when you're um a bit fatigued during the end of the workout but there is some training methods where you would put an isolation exercise before a compound exercise unless something is ordered in that way so an isolation exercise before a compound exercise so let's just say like a leg extension before your squat or your leg press then yeah just try and follow them in the program the way they are set out as much as possible so going out for meals when to think this is a meal i want to enjoy and not track and when to think this meal isn't as an important to me so i still want to track and how to approach both of these scenarios okay so you've said it there yourself like if it is an event or a special social occasion where you just want to enjoy yourself and it's kind of a one-off thing you can just guesstimate the cows if you want it to wanted to it's always better to overestimate because we it's really hard to kind of tell what restaurants put in foods these days uh, or sorry the way that they cook foods these days and the the amounts and the ingredients that they have um there is a lot of kind of guidance online now with uh, restaurants and chains will have loads of menus online with all the nutritional again if you didn't want to track if the goal is fat loss if you're in a deficit over the rest of the week and it's just that one meal, you will still be in a deficit over the rest rest of the week. It doesn't matter about that one day. It doesn't matter about that one day that you may have gone over your calories. Like at the end of the week, if you're still in a deficit, you will still see some results. Um, If you were going out multiple times in the week and you were always eating out and a lot of them were just weren't special occasions, you were just kind of, you know, going for takeaways or well yeah just generally eating out um if the goal is fat loss then I would definitely try and track or I would just make choices that align better with with your goal at the time so I would ask for rather than going for fried foods or battered foods or anything with like creamy sauces um or sides like just basically highly processed foods I would try to maybe if you were going to have a burger I would probably try to either have a side of veggies with that or have a big side salad rather than having the chips um, because chips are obviously cooked in oil and oil is higher in fat content which then means that it's higher calorie. Um, 
if you're having like a pasta dish, I'd probably choose like a start portion rather than a main portion. I would have tomato-based sauce rather than a creamy-based sauce. I would have, if I was going to have a steak, I would have a steak with big side salad, maybe some new potatoes. Um, but again, like you can just check all this online, like there's loads of information. And if you're trying to log it on MyFitnessPal, I would probably just um, make sure that you're looking for kind of the green tick and something that I would probably choose the highest, the highest calorie amount for that meal, whatever's coming up, simply because we never know. We never know how it's been cooked. Someone's asked here as well. Uh, now the world is becoming more sociable, I'd love to keep enjoying healthy options and feel guilt-free. Okay, this is to do with tracking foods out. So basically Italian and takeaways. So with Italian, it is quite easy to, to track. If you go onto any, like Ask Italian or Zizi's or I think it's Prezzo or Pizza Express, there is always going to be um, calorie information for that online. So if you went to a restaurant that didn't have a menu... Oh, sorry, didn't have a menu. Of course, they're going to have a blue menu. Um, If they didn't have a nutritional guide online, you could just use one of the options from a chain restaurant. If it was something where you were going to track and you had no idea kind of where to find it, if it was pasta, I would probably track 200 grams raw of pasta because, again, the portion sizes aren't kind of measured. We can't measure it. So I would always have eggs. So 200 grams of pasta, dried. <coughs> That works out about 600 calories, maybe 700. I would always add like 15 ml of olive oil as well, just to kind of account for any cooking oils that they use. Um, and then your tomato bait, your tomato sauce, if you have that, I'd just choose like 100 grams of passata, something like that, easy. And then if you're having parmesan, you know, 15 to 20 grams of parmesan. Um, and then kind of any like meat that you have. So, chicken, if there's chicken breast in it, I would just have, you know, 125 grams of chicken, Tesco bang it in good to go Um, always better to overestimate is that a really weird meal pasta with chicken passata and parmesan i don't know my brain can't think straight <laughs> um and then takeaways too so again if the goal is fat loss takeaways are not optimal but we can make better choices everything is normally very high fat simply because of the way it's cooked chinese is probably the worst um obviously everything is kind of deep fried um with indians you've got a lot of um kind of ghee so that's like clarified butter that they cook with lots of oils again the calorie content is going to be quite high and they also use a lot of coconut and things so if you're having things like peshwari nan or a korma just expect the calories to be to be really high but to make better choices at places like that for Chinese is I would go for something that's bulked out with veg so chicken and vegetables and stay away from kind of luminous colors because anything luminous is not that great for us um just you can just tell by the color and the texture um loads of different additives added to it, added to it yeah so I would choose like chicken and veg or chicken ginger spring onion what else is there chicken and mushroom um I'd also get some boiled rice as well not the tastiest, but you can season it with salt and pepper. Um, <laughs> and then for anything Indian-based, I would go for something like chicken tandoori. So whether it's just basically chicken either cooked on the, the bone or like the chunks that you can get, the what are they called? Like t- tikka pieces, I don't know. Big salad, some boiled rice. 
a bit of the mint yogurt sauce that won't go amiss and it's bloody tasty um yeah and stick to tomato tomatoey based options there again an indian things like vegetable side dishes like lentil dolls absolutely amazing and lentils have got loads of protein in as well but yeah i would avoid things like korma and non breads if you can go for like a little chapati or something next question what about rest between sets is there an optimal rest can you rest longer to get the most out of your next training set okay so in theory the lower the rep reps that your set the more you can lift because you are essentially doing more work you have the ability to exert more energy so the longer rest period will help you recover so anything with to the low end of the rep rate, low end of the rep ranges, you will normally see a longer rest just because you, you're lifting heavier, so you're going to have more time to recover. Um, the higher the reps is normally the shorter the rest period as you'll be lifting lighter weight, so you don't really have, you don't really need that much time to recover. But again, it is really important that you just go when you feel ready and just rest for as much as you possibly need because you want to be performing the sets with the same intensity. There is training methods such as supersets which are actually programmed for no rest but that is for a purpose so it could be a either a squat into a shoulder press or it could be a front raise into a lateral raise if it's a um, exercise superset together there is no rest meant to be in between that because it's meant to be fatiguing um the muscles kind of one after the other so yeah supersets no rest but anything else you will be given a prescribed rep range but it's just important that you rest for the amount of time where you think you can go again so you're able to perform the first rep the first set as kind of as well as the last set carbs i love them i'm also far behind on carbs best ways to add into a meal without too much bread protein i always hit easily excellent work on the protein um for carbs okay so things like potatoes rice pasta whole grains um oats bananas um starchy veg sweet potatoes butternut squash anything like that like the more the more carbs we get from kind of whole foods the better um but yeah have a look at that best natural healthier fats if you don't like nuts and avocados okay so you could look at getting some olive oil in your diet um full fat dairy products like full fat greek yogurt which is flipping unreal um full fat cheeses uh kind of higher fat percentage of meats so rather than having like your reduced fat meats go for something with a bit more higher fat content um dark chocolate is a great one uh seeds if you want to sprinkle that on your porridge or i don't feel like i've ever said porridge god i've not do you know what how weird is this i've not said porridge for probably about two years i don't know why but people in in fitness like they just call it oats which that's what it is but yeah I've, i haven't said porridge in forever um yeah so seeds on your porridge or on your yogurt um and egg yolks are a really good source of fat as well um i th- don't know whether there's anything that i've missed i probably have um but yeah feel free to let me know if i've missed I've probably missed the most important one, but I honestly can't think. Oh, oily fish as well. So things like salmon, um, mackerel, really good um, sources of healthy fats. Okay, any recommendations on falling to sleep slash bedtime routine? Don't have a monster at 5pm in the evening. Stay away from caffeine. Um, Definitely 
try to have a digital detox from technology. So no TV, no phone for anywhere between half an hour to an hour before bedtime. It just stimulates the brain and we don't want the brain to be stimulated. We want it to be relaxed, ready to go to sleep. Um, Keep your room nice and cool. I would also use meditation or sleep music. You can get it on YouTube, which is free, or you can download the Calm app. Um, this is not a sponsor, by the way. Um, I used to do meditation at night time all the time, and I used to have the best sleeps. It just is a way to relax your body and kind of get the thoughts out of your mind and, and regulate your breathing. Um, and sleep music obviously just helps you drift off. Just nice. It just creates a relaxing environment. Um I wish I could do sleep meditation, sleep music, but my boyfriend doesn't like it, so I can never do it. Um, so I now have to do my meditation in the morning, but that's for another day. Um, so a nice warm bath or a warm shower. So I think the body is meant to be cool or cooled. It's ideal to be cooled, Um before we get to bed but so a warm or a hot bath a warm or a hot bath wow a warm shower or bath will raise the blood temperature but then not the blood temperature the body temperature but then it will also cool it down so it seems counterproductive but it definitely works and it will help you get nice and relaxed and hopefully fall into sleep um I would also do like a brain dump. So anything that you've got on your mind during that day or any to-do list, I would just get a pen and paper and write everything, everything down. A lot of the time I fall asleep and there's loads of things on my mind. And what has really helped me is just getting everything on paper, getting it out of my head. Um, so you could try that. And I would also avoid eating late. So try not to have, have anything too heavy um, on your stomach for probably two hours before you go to bed. Um, obviously that sometimes doesn't work out like we eat late and then we feel like we need to get to bed um but it just kind of disrupts your digestion so you'll be more prone to waking up or struggling to fall asleep because your body is breaking down food um so yeah just try to make sure that there's just sufficient time before you go to sleep if you want any if you want, I've so I have created a bedtime routine printout for all of my clients at Lift Eat Move Coaching. If you want a copy of that, just drop me a message and I will send it over to you. Absolutely no problem. Really random question, but is there anything I can do for strengthening my ankles? Which honestly made me laugh so much when, when I read it. But it's actually a really good question because. If you're doing kind of a lot of a lot of walking and a lot of kind of lunging or squatting, to start with, you can find that you know your ankles might feel weak or they might feel a bit sore. So the only thing that I would suggest here is ankle mobility. Um, again on YouTube, like all free, um, and I would just kind of dedicate like so mobility. We we need to be doing it probably a couple of times a week, if not every day um and not just once a week so it's something that you just need to dedicate a little bit of time to it doesn't really take that long um but ankle mobility could be could be a good a good place to start if it's something that's causing you a really big issue i would go and see a physio and just get them to check you over so 
I actually really enjoyed doing that. So I think I might do more more Q&As. Um, if there is... If you enjoyed it, please let me know and keep firing your questions into me because those were bloody great. I'll leave it here because I now need to get ready for a Peaks walk. So wish me luck because... Oh, and I've just dropped the phone. That's great. Um, Yeah, wish me luck because if I make it round in one piece without falling asleep or injuring myself, it will be a bloody miracle. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I hope it's been helpful. If you want to send me a message, my Instagram is at loosemitch underscore fitness. And for coaching, visit my website, aliamcoaching.com.